arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Good morning. Welcome to Creative Cafe. We are here this morning with Ellen Nelson, who's a local artist and also one of the organizers of Earth Day 2022 for Kalamazoo. You are on that. You're on the organizing committee. Yes. Yeah, the Earth Day Planning Committee. All right. So before we get to Earth, it's actually Earth Month. But before we get to Earth Month, what is your favorite morning beverage? I gotta have a plain black coffee. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm in that camp. I understand that. According to the calendar, there's something happening every day. Uh, for Earth Month here in Kalamazoo, can everything from garden kits to trash cleanup and, and even some arts events. Can you talk a little bit about this uh, idea of the intersection between art and sustainability? Sure. Uh, so art and sustainability intersect, I think, at the point at which people care. Um, so at a very fundamental level, we care about what we see and what surrounds us every day. Uh, And most people can't hike a mountain every day, but everyone can encounter and appreciate some form of art that captures at least a little bit of that beauty. Um, At a deeper level, I personally feel that one of the main purposes of art is to help us find truth in beauty. Uh, The beauty of nature, which has been inspiration for art throughout human history, holds a lot of truth. And I think art has the power to unlock that because it has the power to make us feel. Okay. Okay. That was very well put. <laughs> we Yes. We started, uh, the Arts Council started Earth Month by celebrating it with Art Hop. We had our Art Hop last week, uh, last Friday, the first, and that was uh, a lot of fun. Um, and it looks like there are still yet some things that we can participate in from the aspect of arts for Earth Month. There's a f- uh, photo um, celebration of Tom Small at the Nature Center. And also it looked like the Westminster Art Festival is also starting this month um, related to Art Month. Can you talk a little bit about the Tom Small yeah. celebration? Uh, so for anyone who doesn't know, Tom Small is a retired Western professor who has spent his retirement continuing to teach others about climate change and climate action Uh, He and his late wife wrote a book called Using Native Plants to Restore Community in Southwest Michigan and Beyond. And they co-founded the Kalamazoo area chapter of Wild Ones, which is a nonprofit that teaches people about native plants. Uh, So this event will honor him and his work, which he still continues. I think there's uh, bound to be lots of interesting things at that event, Um, speakers, music. So Mm -hmm. it's very promising. Good. And then the Westminster Art Festival. Yeah, the Westminster Art Festival. So this takes place every year at Westminster Presbyterian in Portage. Mm -hmm. Uh, They always strive to have a theme for their show that is oriented around sustainability, caring for our earth, and caring for humanity as part of the earth. Uh, Visual artists and poets from pretty much all over the county participate. So there's always excellent variety it's a real, a real mm-hmm. celebration, um, and both of those events are taking place on April 30th. Okay, so uh, the last day of the month. All right, and there is there a celebration? Uh, in years past, there's been a celebration of um, 
uh, in Bronson Park. Is there a celebration this year in Bronson Park for Earth Day itself? Uh, so this year, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have one big all-encompassing festival this year. Uh, we're kind of taking a different approach, mm-hmm. uh, COVID safety being a factor of that. But um, it's also it's exciting to think about this new approach. Um, so uh, the whole the calendar for the whole month of April is our celebration. And it really is a, a remarkable product of solidarity, uh, you know, just weaving together of the unique and worthy nonprofits and organizations that Kalamazoo has to offer uh, with cross-promotion, cross-volunteering, you name it. Um, so this year, it's it's really, it's all about action. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, I guess we should probably tell people where where they can find this calendar. Yeah. Okay. So our calendar, it's it's beautiful artwork done by the great mm-hmm. Bonus Saves. Um, <laughs> good. Yeah. Good. I did not know that. That's yeah, great. Yeah. He's done a lot of the branding for us. It's, it's really good stuff. Um, so you can find the calendar directly on our website, KalamazooEarthDay.com under the tab Earth Day 2022. Mm-hmm. And under the calendar, if you keep scrolling, there's more detailed write-up about the current week's events. And that includes links to the organizations that are holding each event for more info. Uh, and this is on our social media, too. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Kalamazoo Earth Day. Mm-hmm. Okay. And can we go back to... Um this idea of this intersection of art and sustainability and can you talk a little bit about what artists might be able to do to help uh, illuminate the need to embrace a more sustainable approach to living and working in our environment because I know uh, when I think of a lot of different arts um, uh, disciplines there's a there can be a lot of waste. There can be a lot of very temporary use of things, and then what happens next? So to to whatever it is, whether you're a painter or a theater technician, or um, so I'm wondering if you have some ideas on how how we as artists can be more sustainable. Sure. Um, so this kind of brings us back to the power that art has to make people care, uh, but that means artists have to care too. Mm-hmm. Um, so in my own personal experience as an artist, um, you know, for example, the more that I've learned about Michigan's native plants over the years, the more I try to work them into my paintings. Hmm. Um, you know, this is just one example. But I, I think the legacy of the native plants in our area with their deep, deep roots, both literally and figuratively, uh, is something that's worth elevating. And maybe if my paintings inspire people, they'll be more likely to see and care about my subject matter in their day-to-day lives. So it's, it's a lot of these small cyclical interactions, and they add up, and they do matter, mm-hmm. um, how, how artists influence the world around them. Okay, so a little bit of influence and a little bit of paying attention to how we're using our resources. and Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mindfulness is, is huge in all of that. Right, right. Well, good. If I want to get involved in Earth Month or even Earth Day, Earth Minute, Earth just in general, how, how do I do that? It's, especially since you're one of the organizers there for, for our Earth Day or Earth Month activities. Yeah. Well, uh, so, again, check out our calendar. Uh, look at all events. Um, see what you like. See what mm-hmm. sparks your interest. There's a huge variety. There's neighborhood cleanups. There's art shows. There's food events. Um garden stuff, nature hikes, um, see what what sparks your fancy, and then come to the events. 
Um, help with the neighborhood cleanups for sure, mm-hmm. even if it's not your neighborhood. Uh, come to the shows and programs and get to know these organizations who are putting forth the effort to help us all collectively care for our communities and our environment. I know on a personal note, like sometimes it can be downright depressing and difficult to consider the enormity of the world's climate crisis. But one of the things that we can do to actually actually affect change and cultivate positivity is to start in our own cities and neighborhoods and make friends along the way. Gotcha. Is there anything that, uh, there any specific help that you might still need for any of the events that you can think of? Or At this point, um, <laughs> nothing specific comes to mind. Okay. Um, but, yeah, like I say, with especially with cleanups where mm-hmm. everybody's invited to come help volunteer. Sure. Um, definitely check those out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and just show your support. And if you're really interested in a specific event and you really want to, See if you can help out. Um, mm-hmm. uh, like I mentioned earlier, there are links to the organizations that are hosting those events, and you can reach out to them directly as well. All right. And one more time on that website. Uh, KalamazooEarthDay.com. KalamazooEarthDay.com. That's great. We're talking about arts and sustainability. I've been speaking with Ellen Nelson, one of our local artists and one of the organizers this year for Earth Day 2022. Go to their website. Help us do some cleanups become a more sustainable and responsible artist within the community. Thank you very much. When we come back, we're going to be talking about grants. Are you a student, artist, musician, actor, theater technician, producer, or director? Are you new to the art scene in Kalamazoo County? Or maybe you've been an artistic mainstay in the community for years. No matter what discipline you engage in or how experienced you are, the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo has resources for you. Becoming a member provides an avenue to connect with your peers, access to grants and sponsorship resources, as well as free promotional tools to get the word out about you and your work. Membership is open to students, individuals, and organizations. There's even a special pricing for educational institutions. To find out more about becoming a member of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, go to their website at kalamazooarts.org and click the Membership tab. That's kalamazooarts.org and click the Membership tab. You won't be sorry. This message provided by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. And we're back. I am here this morning for our second segment in the studio with Alicia Siebers, the executive director of the Vicksburg Cultural Arts Center. And we're going to discuss your journey with grant writing getting and getting grants uh, at the Arts Council. But first, what is your favorite morning beverage? I was thinking about this, and it really has to be a big glass of water. And I know that sounds boring, but we had some at a workplace. We had a challenge, you know, to drink eight glasses of water a day. Oh, wow. And I was like, I'm never going to make it. And so <laughs> I started the habit of drinking a really big one right when I got out of bed, so okay. I could make the goal. And now it's stuck. But I also love hot chocolate. So we're lucky we live in a place where we can have that nine months out of the year. Uh, yes, and it's appropriate. We can, we can <laughs> so. can't we? And hot chocolate should, would be appropriate for this morning, right. wouldn't it? <laughs> All right. Uh, the art, the Vicksburg Cultural Arts Center has received grants from the Arts Council through the uh, what used to be called the Michigan Council of Arts and Cultural Affairs. It's now the Michigan Arts and Cultural Council. So they're MAC now. Can you describe the grants that you've sought? 
Sure. Well, we, um, I've, I've been in the organization for about a year, and during that time, one of the best ones that we got was a professional development grant that gave us $1,500 to use to um, hire a consultant to help us with our communications plan, and that was so helpful. They helped us figure out you know, what we wanted our messaging to be and how we would use all of the different communication tools in mm -hmm. the community, and it was something that we didn't have any expertise on in our board, and we didn't know whether we were covering all the bases or not, and so it was so helpful to have that consultant, and he mm -hmm. just made us a big plan, and we could pick and choose what we wanted from it and to use it when we wanted, so it made us feel like we were growing up and big boys <laughs> right know, knew that we knew what we were doing so right right that was really uh, it was fifteen hundred dollars but it was so mm -hmm. useful it was money that we wouldn't have been able to generate on our own for that so it's really right. exciting right yeah so the the grant that alicia's talking about is the mini grant uh southwest michigan we're in region eight there's uh seven counties that are covered in Region 8, and it's the professional development side. There's also a projects grant. There's some art supplies uh, grant and also busing if you are a school and uh, you're getting back out there with the students. We can help uh, send your students to a cultural event through the busing. But let's get back to the professional development grant. It sounds like that was almost a no-brainer in terms of you're coming on, brand new year, brand new executive director, let's get some professional development going as far as where strategic planning, where is our organization going. How did, um, how did that decision come about for the Vicksburg Art Center? I think they actually decided before I oh, came okay. on because oh, they really, and so they had applied for it before I even came. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not sure. I know that they just felt like they were not reaching as many people, that there weren't as many mm -hmm. people coming to the events as they'd hoped. Ah, and so okay. they needed to figure out how to um, reach the people better. So that was one of the reasons why they got it. Okay. It, was, it was wonderful, though, to get that advice and to have the plan all laid out for us after, you know, meeting with us. And it really helped us also focus on what our mission was and mm -hmm. what we wanted our messaging to be. It's it's so hard to carve that time out to really think about that because we're always just running, running, trying to make our programs happen. So it's right. good to just buy the time, actually, you know, to sit down and think about those things. Right. So it sounds like you weren't the one that applied for the grant, but right. um, I know you've written yes. grants in the past. You are yeah. a grant writer um, and I do believe that you know about the grant writing there at yeah. uh, Michigan yeah, State. Yeah and we yep. just recently applied for a grant that we received for we our organization hosts every year a destination series where we right. um, feature a different culture and in the fall we're going to have Destination Japan which is going to be really exciting so I um, applied for a, a mini grant to help us fund some of the artists that we want to come in mm -hmm. including a, a no theater expert from mm -hmm. Grand Rapids that's going to bring in a troop from all across the country to do the traditional Japanese play with the wooden masks and the costumes right, and the, right. the music and all of the, you know, right instruments and things. So uh -huh. that's an expensive project. So you, um, that grant's going to help us do that in the fall. So I had experience filling out the mini grant application. Okay. Was yeah. it difficult? It, there were parts of it that were challenging and parts that were really easy. Huh. Uh, like any grant, I mean, the, the best part about a grant is it really makes you think about what you want to do. You have yeah. to, you know, it guides you in your planning and mm -hmm. you have just this small amount of space to write down what your your goals are. And so you really have to talk with people and think about what you're going to do. And it, and it forces you to plan far in advance. Mm -hmm. But uh, So I w really appreciate that. 
Um, it is challenging. You have to think about your budget way ahead of time. Okay. And the form that you use to fill that out is a very specialized budget form. But you guys are wonderful because you have on your website at the Arts Council a sample budget. And for somebody like me who's <laughs> visually oriented, I could just look at that and then mm-hmm. I know exactly how to fill it out in their way. You yes. Know, because yes. people put their, together their budgets all different ways. And they the state requires a very special form to fill out for that. So you guys are really good at coaching us in that. Right. Uh, the, the, um, and we were talking before we went on air here about the um, smart, simple. Yeah. Is there anything surprising to you about that portal? Because that is new over the last couple of years here with the state. Yeah. Well, after I finished it, I was like, I think I'm more simple than smart. <laughs> <laughs> after I did yeah. that thing. Um, it, it was, most of it was really intuitive, but you know, when I was filling it out, I yeah. pushed a button that I thought was just like save this page and come yeah. back later, but yeah. it was the submit button. And so I that's called right. you that's right. in a panic. I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm only half finished and it sent it in. Yeah. And so I'm sure you, I don't yeah. know, I hope that you get a lot of calls yes. about that. It wasn't just me. <laughs> yes. And it was easy to fix. So yeah, it, it, it was there so was the simple easy. part right but there. But that's, that would be my biggest advice for anybody is to start early because what if you push the wrong button like that and you're asleep or something you know so if I was feeling that at 11 I couldn't call you and say I'm frozen help me right right and the the uh, grant application that you submitted for the destination Japan the no theater which I uh I'm very interested I know. in I'm a, yeah. I'm a no theater supporter from way back thank you Dr. Ed Menta from K College um that grant itself has a matching component. So mm-hmm. you guys had to do a little bit of other fundraising yes. to, uh, to talk a little bit about how that works for you at Vicksburg. Well, we have to um, do all kinds of fundraising like everyone else. So we'll do a regular mail campaign where we just ask uh, arts lovers in the community if they'd like to continue to donate to our programs. But then we'll also reach out to uh, family foundations to help us get grant matches. Mm -hmm. And then also there are some um, corporations in the area that really like to give a thousand dollars or five hundred dollars and we just piece them together sure. to be able to pay for it but um there's a lot of places that won't give you operating support grants but they love a project That's like this and so that this is a one an example of these kinds of arts programs that go really well with the mini grants mm-hmm. are also things that things like the banks or mm-hmm. other companies really like to help get on board with with the project mm-hmm. itself yes yes you're ab- yes i would absolutely agree with all of that uh, would you do another grant oh for sure yeah <laughs> that, that we're always thinking what it's just we have to always plan ahead because the grants you know are you have to think your schedule ahead more than a year to be uh-huh. able to think of well what are we going to use the mini grant for next but it's a big driver in our creativity because it's such an important source of funding and so it really forces us to think ahead and think, how could we use this? Mm-hmm. You, you talked a little bit about starting early, and that's some really good advice. What other advice do you have for people who are, are looking to apply for grants? I think it's important to be very specific in your grant so that the person who's reading it can picture the project and what you want to do. Because sometimes uh-huh. you, in your mind, you know what you're thinking, but they can't picture it. So just remember that they don't know what you're talking about. So. Right. <laughs> right. That's excellent advice. Yeah. yeah, we talk about that a lot in our workshops, that you've been working on it. And it's been in your brain for mm-hmm. maybe months, sometimes years. And so you get really excited and then forget to actually describe what is the project about. 
Yes. Yeah. And I think it's important if you have any people that you're collaborating with or you're working with, make sure you allow time to talk with them and think about how Good. they will work with you um, so that when you're filling out your grant, you can say, I'm really working with this person. We've planned it out. And mm -hmm. they also give you ideas about what you could do. And it's mm -hmm. just really exciting to brainstorm about a project like that. All right. Good. Vicksburg uh, Arts and Cultural Center. No, Vicksburg Cultural Cultural Arts Center. Center. Sorry about that. We're always talking about, we need to rebrand. <laughs> what's, what's up next for you guys? We are just about to have a really fun um, arts exploration lab uh -huh. for teenagers. Oh, wow. So um, we want to offer them all kinds of fun workshops and classes that they might not be able to get at school. Mm -hmm. So on May 7th in the downtown Vicksburg area and some of those historic buildings, mm -hmm. um, we'll be having all kinds of classes like um, how to do the Mendy Henna tattoo designs. Uh -huh origami, um, paper arts, stage combat. So you should right. come down right. for that. <laughs> um, you know, in painting, traditional painting, and also jazz improvisation. So some uh -huh. of the students can bring their instruments. Oh, wow. um, so we do it. We'll have like four hours worth of workshops, mm -hmm. then a little dinner. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, we have an open mic night. So the jazz kids can practice up on a stage. And oh, then wow. anybody else that wants to can come and join in with them. Sure. So it's, it should be a really fun. There's just not a lot of programming for teens, especially down in southern Kalamazoo County mm -hmm. where we're at. So this is mm -hmm. an opportunity for them to get together. So. No, it sounds like it's going to be a fabulous event. If you want to get involved in that event, how, how would I do that? Go to our website, www.vicksburgarts.com. VicksburgArts.com. And, si and it's a s sign up and you can participate? Right. It costs $10. $10? And okay. that covers all the art supplies and the instructors and dinner. So it'll be really fun. That sounds very yeah. exciting. And if you want to learn more about grants, please go to www.kalamazooarts.org and the grants page. Next week we are having um, our first round of grant workshops. We're going to be learning everything from writing a narrative to dealing with the budgets like you talked about, Alicia. Um, and then also maybe just an intro. If you don't know anything about grants and, and you want to just get, that, uh, get your feet wet, we've got one of those for you as well. I've been talking with Alicia Siebers from the Vicksburg Cultural Arts Center. I'll get it one of these days. Or we'll rebrand before that happens. Okay. Uh, she is the new executive director. It's been a pleasure this morning to speak with you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for taking some time this morning to join us on the Creative Cafe. We have enjoyed telling you a little bit about who we are as an arts council and what we do in the community. Arts and culture have always been a cornerstone of what makes Kalamazoo a great place to work and live. As a service organization, we've been proud to serve Kalamazoo since 1966. In the past five years alone, we have provided benefits to 585 individual artists and arts organizations, granted $865,000 to just under 400 grant recipients, produced 10 unique programs that serve artists, and have collaborated on 23 separate fiscal sponsorships and community projects, many of which are still in existence and serving our community. All this with an average staff size of six to eight in any given year. Small but mighty. That's the Arts Council. And now you know. Join us next week for another installment of the Creative Cafe. And until then, enjoy all that that creative expression has to offer. Thanks for joining us this morning in the Creative Cafe, a presentation of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Join us each and every Saturday after 8 a.m. for a visit to the Creative Cafe. 